Hey, this is Scott Johnson from Extra Life Radio, and I'm not making fun of my Korean brothers. I'm not listening to Nobody's Listening. Happy fun family time! This episode of Nobody's Listening is sponsored by RiverNet. RiverNet is a social network created by Christians for Christians to have a secure environment to share whatever's on their minds in a non-judgmental atmosphere. Wow. It's safe, it's free, and it's fun. So sign up at www.riverofgracechurch.ning.com. What's that address? One more time, James? Oh, thanks. I'm glad you asked. That's riverofgracechurch.ning.com. Awesome. My brother bought a PS2 off eBay for like 150 bucks. So anyway, we got it and we played games on it for a while. And all of a sudden, the darn thing quit working, froze up. My brother got very frustrated. He said, go get me a hacksaw. And so I did. And guess what he did with it? What else do you do with a hacksaw and a PS2? You chop it in half. Wow. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 64, brought to you the week of April 17th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Mm-hmm. I'm your host. My name is James, and my brother's here. I'm David. And we're so glad you're here. So happy. So glad. Man, you know, we, we kind of moved back to Thursday nights, but that's okay. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. It's not official. It is David's fault. It was. Totally. David's ah. not committed to the show like I am. I am not. He has no problems with self-esteem. That's why. I do, and I need this show. David's like, I'm cool. I could sleep. I don't need the love of 500 people. 1,500 people. 1,500? Yeah, it's Okay, I start caring now. <laughs> uh, this show is sponsored by Dauphin. Uh, and, and basically, all I want you to do, folks, is remember the show is supported by listeners like you. If you'd like to support Nobody's Listening, visit NLCast.com and click on Sponsor a Show. Listen to this. I'm still sitting here in this dungeon waiting for help to come. But I don't think it's coming anytime soon, so I would just have to be patient. Maybe I should call for help. Help! Is there anyone in this dungeon who can save my life? Weekly update. All right, Dave, what's been going on in your world this week? Um, I, I just got back from Florida on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I went and saw Ma and oh. and, uh, and and San Ninja brother <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah, how were they? It was great. Yeah, um, it was great. <laughs> I love seeing. Them. I haven't seen him in forever. All right, let me ask you this: Did you get to go see any of the old spots that we talked about in any of our stories? Um. No. No. No, yes. What? St. Mary's. Okay. 105 Martha. Awesome. Yeah. Um I just uh we we went to Georgia for a while. Mhm. For on Saturday. They for left and went down to Stixty County, the redneck capital of the world, went That's fishing right. down there. Oh. I got sunburned. <laughs> Something fierce. <laughs> because the first day isn't bad, the second day isn't bad, and the second day and night is bad. Because After you've it, been sunburned. Because then it starts stinging like needles, uh. and if you itch it, it gets worse. So John was laughing at me because I emptied out the ice bucket. I put two uh, hefty one like Ziploc bags filled uh-huh. up with ice water, and I was laying there uh. like this on the futon in Jonathan's room, and I was sleeping. You know what the answer is to uh, when you have sunburn? Death. No, it's okay. it's armor all and um, steel wool. 
We're going to have all the middle schoolers trying it. <laughs> James has got scars <laughs> on him. He always told me he was a knob. Well, you know one thing it does? It does scrape off the skin cancer, though. Dude, I, like I said, I was in the shower this morning. Yeah? I have like four new freckles. <laughs> those right there. Those are liver the, spots, dude. Don't say that. I was fearful when you told people you had liver spots. I Googled. <laughs> I WebMD'd. I thought you were dying and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> no, it's just part of getting I, old, dude. I know, but don't tell me about How it. How old are you now? 12. <laughs> 12. 13. <laughs> 24. 24. Anyway, yeah. So it's I a went, great show. It is. When's it coming back? Anyway, my weekly update. I wasn't done yet. <laughs> that was, no. 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 I'm not done yet. Finish up, baby. <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> So me and mom went to uh, oh, Circuit City to get her a PSP. Oh, mom needed mom, it. Mom, mom needed. Mom's almost sixty. She, she needs a PSP. Almost sixty. Sixty two. Oh my goodness. So she had to go get a PSP. So I was like, I'll go with you. I'll drive you up there, like driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> I always tried to get her to sit in the back, but she wouldn't. <laughs> so we got up there, and she found it. She's like, "What games would I like?" And I was picking out like SOCOM six, shoot 'em up, kill 'em games. <laughs> You know, like Blood Rain and all these weird oh, vampire gosh. games. I wouldn't like that. So uh, I got to pick out some kid games. We went up there, and um, mom mom pulled out her union card, her teacher union oh, card. Oh wow! She's like, "Do I get a discount here?" He's like, "I don't think so, ma'am. Um, you know, which really don't." Well, could you ask your manager? Because it said in the paper that they sent with the card that I get discounts at Circuit City. Okay, for a PSP, a, a mandatory item for all teachers. That exactly. Are part, that are part of a union. That are elders. Yeah. In heaven. She uh she then, you know, made a big deal about it. He went back, talked to the manager, came back, he's like, No ma'am, handed back the card, you know, we don't we don't offer discount. Well, it said in the paper, I'm gonna bring the paper up here. So she showed her tail. Okay. I was like, uh-huh. No, calm down. She took all she paid for all her stuff. <laughs> I got something, I put it up there and he started ringing it up. He's like, Is that it? I was like, Wait, I pulled out my blockbuster card. <laughs> Do you offer Blockbuster discounts? Because <laughs> it said it in paper. And he looked at me like, oh, God, not another one. <laughs> I was like, I'm joking. But, Mom, do you have your ARP card? We can use that one. And Mom, Mom's like, shut up, David. What, your what card? ARP. A-A-R-P. They, did they call it ARP? Yeah. I've never heard of that before. I've I wonder why it sounded weird. Say A-A-R-P. <laughs> I was telling the story to Leanne, and it didn't make any sense. I've been wanting, <laughs> I've been wanting to get sponsored by ARP <laughs> on the show. I thought it was a beer. A nice ARP sponsorship. Anyway, shut up. <laughs> anyway, so I said, Mom, do you have your AARP card? <laughs> no, you didn't. You said ARP. ARP. And uh, it, anyway, Orp. so she she started laughing, and uh, she's like, shut up. And uh, then uh, I I looked at the guy. I was like, don't worry. I have to ride home with her. And he started laughing. So it, it calmed, calmed its way down. But mm. yeah. Man. Did you, did you go by IHOP on your way home to eat? You know, no. at least that one's a real. I hate you. I am quitting. All right. Hey, sure. my weekly update is... Uh, I dropped my phone in the toilet this week. I've been celebrating the toilet. I first dropped my phone in it. It was really great. I, I like pulled it out of my pocket and it fell in. I tried to catch it. And when I did, that's when I pivoted it into the toilet. When I swiped my hand, it would have fallen on the ground. <laughs> Went right, it started looking really funny. It's, it's a trio. Okay, a trio, whatever you want to call it. And it died instantly. Long story short, though, it did dry out. It is now working. I have a P phone, Dave. I didn't believe you. 
I, I do. And and, and I touched, touched it. Me. I touched David with the wetness, and he didn't believe me until I was able to prove it. And then I got the Brillo pad and the armor off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that's not even it. The, the second trip into the toilet, uh, I was giving my daughter a bath, three years old. She has hair bows in her hair. Mom forgot to take them out. I pull them out. I, uh, I have... And then I see another one beside the uh, tub, and I'm going to grab all these and go put them in her room. Yeah. Well, I, I drop one in the toilet, and I'm like, oh, dang it. I said that really loud. And so I reach into the toilet to grab it and realize as my hand is down under the water that no. I've, I've got the other two hair bows in my hand, too. I submerged all three <laughs> of them in the toilet. So I'm all mad about one. So I'm going to go ahead and save that one by sacrificing two more. I would have flushed all of them. I think that's what our Savior meant when he talked about leaving the 99 to save the one. It's not as sweet as it might seem. It just makes sense not to drag 99 other sheep along on the perilous journey to save the one idiot sheep that went off by itself. I should have dropped the other two bows before i went into the toilet for the first one okay question yes was there yellow yellow in it? um not that time okay good but you tell me that that um p is is uh yellow yellow <laughs> i'm gonna call it yellow yellow you said that yellow yellow is sterile so it is but when it mixes with the toilet uh-huh. water the toilet water has been cascaded with other <laughs> okay. brown browns uh- <laughs> That's true. It's covered. There's there's microscopic. You can't see brown brown anymore. <laughs> it's translucent brown brown. <laughs> Lord God. Okay. Um. Okay. My last one. I, it's been a while. I feel Good like Lord, it's been James. a long time. <laughs> last night. Um. I. Oh, I've been telling Jenna stories. Uh. The, the classics. Yeah. I started with uh, the three bears. You know, Goldilocks and the three bears. And being me, who I am, I. I can't just tell the story. I have to incorporate her dolls. And she has all these teddy bears. So I get a big one, a medium sized one, and a baby one that has, happens to have a little, uh, a, a, a little uh, blanket attached to it. And I. I grab one of her Barbie dolls, and that's Goldilocks. Well, this is on night three. I've told the story. Three Three times, and I've elaborated. I mean, the first week I forgot how it went, and I didn't know what to do with Goldilocks after she ate the porridge and broke the chair, and uh, so she hid under the table. Oh, (laughs) well, night two, I remembered about the beds, and that was kind of the whole point, you know, that somebody's sleeping in my bed, and here she is, and so I moved her to the bed, and after that, Jenna was like. I thought she was supposed to be out of the table. She actually liked my version better. But by night three, she's totally accepted it. She By this point, she's not even seeing bears like like the bears I have. She's she's like me. She's creative. She's thinking about these real bears. Yeah. And I could tell because every time she'd go to sleep, the, uh, the character, the Goldilocks doll, would go under the covers and sleep. When the bears came back, Jenna would get this face like, ooh. Because <laughs> she, she was imagining that she was in there and all this. Well, anyway... Papa Bear comes in and sees the porridge, and and I'm pointing the bear down toward the bed, and he's like, who ate my porridge? I turned it up toward Jenna, and her eyes got big. I said, was it you? (laughs) And she literally jumped back, and she looks at me like, save me from the bear. And then it all flooded back that I'm here, and this is a story, and my dad's here, and he's a butthead. And she goes, don't make the bears talk to me. (laughs) So the next night, I couldn't help it. I did This time, when I got to that part of the story, I just had the bear look up towards her. (laughs) <laughs> like you know like he was saying i ain't saying anything but you know that i think it's you well she looks up at me and she goes i already told you don't make the bears talk
talk to me and she jumped on me and tackled me it was awesome so there's my weekly update the proper one didn't she call you like a silly something silly goose man that's that's the name for that here check this out hi hi nobody's listening this is gulpio from the forums it's my job at my house to like take out the trash and like empty the dishwasher and whenever we get new toilet paper to put it away so I always have to put the toilet paper in the, like I have to distribute it evenly throughout the three bathrooms Unroll in it. our house and my parents bathroom three jobs has always like six or seven rolls of toilet paper no matter what because they and don't use I it I always like oh. to shape it into like a castle kind of or oh. a flower or an animal and my mom sometimes kind of gets angry at me and and hits That's him. It. And Thanks. pushes his head in the brown, brown water. <laughs> One of the many tools of the devil. Hey, it's time for the LBB of the week. The LBB of the week, David, this week is every single person who drives a Hummer. Okay. Like every Hummer? <laughs> not every Hummer, just the one, not H3s, not the small Hummers, the giant Hummer people. I was pa- I was driving around in Lee Summit traffic this week, and this tiny little lady in a big giant Humvee um, will not let me in. She actually pulls in and almost cuts me off totally, and I'm thinking, uh, why do, she looked really nice, like a nice lady. Yeah. Why do really nice people become really mean once they get behind their giant vehicle? Because they feel like they're in control of life now. But and other people's souls. You know, I don't even know if it applies just to Humvee people. I think it's everybody in their car takes a different view of the world when they're in their car. They sure. hate everybody. It's like at the airport. I gotta be first, you know? I don't know. Some people are kind when they drive. I am. I let people in. I brake for strangers. I brake for everything. I brake for brakes. Whenever I see red lights, I slow down too. Yes. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't brake for strangers. So Humvee people... You are the LBB of the Wizik, okay? All right, check this out. About two weeks ago, I was downtown in Chicago on a field trip. Stalkers, after the trip, our group went out to lunch. We were all sitting around a big table. One of the girls got out her digital camera. She was showing a picture of an ugly man with some red splotches on his face. Now, several other of us were in a theater group, so I asked... Oh, is that one of the characters from the zombie play that we were in? Oh, God. And the girl looked at me with a very serious expression and said, That is my grandpa. I was so embarrassed. Everybody <laughs> was staring at me. I was so, I felt like a total idiot. It turns out the picture was taken two months ago when her grandfather slipped on some ice and fell on his face. Oh, my goodness. So uh, he got badly bruised. I felt very stupid. I hope he got a kick out of my idiocy. Caleb, a.k.a. the real McCoy. That's horrible. I, I think so, Caleb. You should not. That's why middle schoolers should not have friends. News. Hey, we got a couple of news items, and we're going to hit those in just a moment. <laughs> Listen to the sultry sounds of a toilet flushing in my basement. This is Nobody's Listening. I know you're really sad. I think what happened to your dog that really was my bad. He ran into the street. I tried to hit the brakes, but then I sadly realized I just killed your dog face. I'm really, really sorry. I didn't know what to do. But now that I think of it, he can't be on your shoe. Thanks for listening. Bye. We're coming right back with a little bit of this. News. All right. It is for real time for news now. Um, hey, you know what, Dave? What? We- Dave? <laughs> 
We printed T-shirts Wednesday. We placed the order and they printed oh, yeah. Wednesday. Yes, we did. So we can be looking forward to those shipping out soon. I got you one, uh, dude. Free of charge. Crap. Because I love you. you didn't have to I love do you, that. buddy. I think you're so rad. You didn't have to do that. Hey, how um, did you get me? Uh, just one. That's not love. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, you could check out the DYAP commercial, or as David would call it, the WAP project. Do you have DWAP card? stands for the do do your... You can't even draw you a picture. <laughs> do your own thing. <laughs> I'm a moron. Draw your picture project on NLCast.com. Uh, basically, like I said last time, it's just a chance for you to make suggestions uh, based on a letter of the alphabet. I think we're on C this week. And... Uh, no, no, no. That was last week. I did Carl the Chip Crunching Chicken is what mm-hmm. I did. You could see that at NLCast.com. And then you can comment and set, suggest a D word. I, I don't know how this works. The D word. You can suggest D words. What? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not that <laughs> one, David. All right. Wait. You know what? Somebody sent something into us. I'm going to read it. With uh, 65 episodes released, 63 real ones. It would take almost two and a half days to listen to everything that NLCast has put out. The shows take up two gigs of memory. Keep up the good work. That's from Caleb, the real McCoy. He wow. keeps giving, David. He's like a he's like a little brother that you always wanted and never had. Little giver. He's just such a giver. <laughs> hey, here's an awesome piece of news. You'll be glad you listened to. I found the World of Warcraft gift card that somebody gave me. Before I quit playing World of Warcraft, I want to give it away. Wow, so, that's huge. Dude, it's a 60-day prepaid game card. It's good for two months. Why this did, is a $30 value. And uh, Why didn't I, you offer it to me? Because you don't play. I know. I'm so happy. And the only character you made was named Prissyfoot. <laughs> and it was a Torin shaman <laughs> named <laughs> Prissyfoot. Uh, what we want to do is we want to give this away to somebody that just emails us. So send an email to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Make sure you put wow gift card in the subject line. You will not be considered unless it says W-O-W space gift card. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll pick somebody randomly and give it away next week. And we hope we can do stuff like this more often. I do anyway. Like like randomly, David or? would rather us no just do bad stuff like this all day. What are you expecting that I sound like this? Oh man, that hurts my voice. Yeah, that was Wyo Kid. He was upset because uh, we said he sounded. We we were expecting him to sound like that, and that's actually exactly what I expect to sound like here. I got a bad feeling about this featured story. Today's featured story comes to us from Joey Day, and this 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 marks the first time that we've ever read a listener submitted story as the featured story. But it's it's so good, it's so good. All right, so here we go. This guy was seventeen years old. He's working at a fast food place, and his manager is a total jerk because he is bragging in front of him and all the other seventeen year old kids about the fact that he has a lot of girlfriends. And he's married. Yes. He's very married. And uh, this strikes uh, our, our friend very, very weirdly because he doesn't believe that that's the good thing to do. No. I definitely agree. It's not a good idea to I cheat agree. on your wife. This guy specifically named someone. We're going to call him Becky. Okay. Not the Becky. <laughs> no, but no. we're going to use that Thank word, God. Becky. Uh, he talked about Becky from this certain town, this certain place that you know he had had this girlfriend. Well, nobody in the... 
establishment believed him. So what they decided to do is they were going to play a little joke. They grabbed a chip wrapper out of the parking lot. They wrote the following on it. They said, uh, they wrote the name of the guy and they says, uh, what does it say here? Let me read it. Meet me at hotel six in room 23 after work signed Becky. They put it on the windshield wiper and they parked across the street to watch what would happen. So after closing, the manager comes out, gets in his car, sees the note, grabs the note, reads it, starts his car and drives off. They were kind of bummed out thinking that, um, you know, he must have seen them parked across the yeah. street, knows it's a joke. Stake out. And he went ahead home. So they followed him to his house anyway in his car. He got out. He went inside. Nothing happened. It was like 2.15 in the morning. So he took his friend home. And nothing, and and it looked like nothing was going to happen. But anyway, on the way home, it just so happened that he was passing by this certain Motel Six. <laughs> As luck would have it, uh, he's passing it. He sees his manager out of his car, Good Lord. kicking the door, Mark twenty three, kicking Crap. the door, screaming something. He says, "I got the heck out of there, totally." I didn't want him to see my car. I didn't want him to know that I was anywhere right there, anywhere close. Um, he says, plus I could just imagine like out of a movie, a very tired truck driver waking up, exactly, opening the, the door or something, <laughs> and just ripping the guy apart. He says, I, <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with this. I didn't want to be near the crime scene. So the next day he tells his friend what happened and, um, at the, what had happened after he dropped that kid home at, off at home. Um, the manager comes in and says, hello. Of course, they're totally freaked out. They think he knows what's yeah, going on. They're totally to feeling him. guilty, but. They realized as the day went on that they were home free. The guy had no clue, absolutely no clue that he had, they had played a trick on him. About 10 minutes later, he says, I noticed that the manager had the same clothes on that he had on yesterday, and his hair was all messed up, and he looked absolutely oh terrible. Gosh. I know. The first thing I thought is maybe yeah. she was really there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he says, I asked him if he was okay. He pulls me aside, and he told me that Becky – had come to their town last night and left a note on the car to meet him at the hotel. It's horrible. And I says, uh, Joey says, go on. <laughs> I was, he says, I was thinking he was going to tell me that he got yelled at for kicking in the hotel's door. Um, I guess no one is in, was in that room See, after that's all. That's lucky. He could have got killed. No joke. No one, every Not Motel killed. 6 in the world is totally booked. Killed. Killed. Like something a man would wear. Anyway, he proceeded to tell me that uh, the note was from Becky. He went home, straight home, like like Joey saw, and he went in and told his wife about it. And um, so they realized at this moment that you know the guy wasn't bragging. There really was had been a girlfriend in See, his that's past that's named horrible. Becky. Uh so anyway, uh, he he said, you know, I I was I was having an affair with this this lady. Um, but it was over. And matter of fact, we even moved from the city. And, and so when this when this note showed up on my door, I was totally freaking out because she had followed me and stalking me. And the note was on the car. And so I went home wow. and I did what I was supposed to do. I told my wife about it, but my wife freaked out and she kicked me out of the house. And I was so angry. I went to the hotel and I started beating on the door and knocking the door and kicking the door. <laughs> and I'm like, leave us alone. Leave us alone. You're ruining my life. So his wife kicks him out of the house. He's at the hotel. Poor guy. He says, I just went there to tell him that, you know, to leave me alone, but nobody was in the room. No Becky at all. So uh, this was three days later. 
this is three days later, he's been living in this restaurant <laughs> instead of being able to a go fast home, food joint in a fast food, sleeping in his office. He, uh, Joey says he feels terrible. He felt absolutely horrible. 17, the weight of the world on his shoulders, yeah. the, the future of a man and wife in his grasp. He says, I told my friend we needed to tell him. And um, it was us who left the note, not Becky. Um, so on day four, day four, people, four days after this man incident. Man probably isn't taking a shower. <laughs> he's still wearing the same clothes. His wife is drawing up papers. He says, we needed courage, but uh, we ended up talking to him. My friend was like, yes, we need to do this. We absolutely need to do this. I'm with you. I'm behind you 100%. So we told the whole story, and it turned out that Joey did all the talking. <laughs> the friend said nothing. That's just that's usually the way that is. We told him it was just a joke, and we never meant for it to go so far out of hand. He accepted our apologies, and he did not fire us, but he had one stipulation. He wanted us to go home with him and talk to his wife and tell her what they God. did. Mind you, these guys are 17 years old, and they're wrapped up in this man's cheating affair. Later that night, we went over to his or their house. Uh, we told the whole story. Once again, I did the talking. Thanks, friend. Uh, she didn't really even believe us. She thought that he had, had gotten the two of them to come to Inspired. the house to totally try to write things over. Um, eventually, the way Joey got her to believe it is he says, look, I'm 17. I'm a dude. I don't even have a girlfriend. <laughs> Loser. He says, what woman, if it had been a woman, what woman would write a note in scribbled crayon on a on a candy wrapper that looks like it's been run over. <laughs> what woman? This is what he said. What woman doesn't have a pen and paper in her car exactly. to write a love note to her estranged boyfriend? So uh, she started to laugh. Uh, she thanked my friend for not talking. <laughs> there it comes. And uh, he says we left. We were done. I felt great. I came clean. Um, I felt good. He says they did get back together, and then they promptly moved to New Mexico. Good Lord, what is witness protection or something? <laughs> Dude, when you marry a loser. Let's move away from our issues again. Let's move away from the imaginary, <laughs> Becky. I don't want this happening again. Don't you get any friends? This was so embarrassing, we have to go. <laughs> anyway, the lesson taught me two things. Never cheat on your wife. That's a good thing. He yes. says, I've been married now for 20 years. Wow. And also, that was my last practical joke I ever played on anybody. He says, I hope you read this on the podcast sometime. Yes, we did. We read it and told it. It might just help someone. It so might. people, I think it did. David, did you learn a lesson? Never, never talk to a 40-year-old. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I don't know why he would feel guilty. I'm glad he straightened things out, honestly. I, I'm glad he did. But this old, this this geezer, this this jerkwad, 40-year-old, yeah. whatever, he deserved this. He deserved this because his wife took him back and there was no consequences other than they moved to another place and he had to be the manager of a fast food restaurant. Uh, he didn't have enough coming at him. He needed no. this. He needed one more reality check. <laughs> he needed to move to New Mexico. <laughs> he's he's now paying the price. Actually, I don't know anything about New Mexico. I don't know if it's so, good or bad. It really does. It's like Arizona, but not as hot. Oh, okay. It's nasty. Well, that's our featured story. I loved it, and I hope you did, too. Let's do this. E and V mail. All right. Hey, it was summer break of my 14th year. I spent the entire time at the neighborhood swimming pool. Like most girls that age, I had a huge crush on one of the boy lifeguards. He was uber hot. David, have you ever known anybody uber hot? Um, 
<clears throat> no. One day I decided that I'm going to totally impress his lifeguard and he's going to totally fall in love with me and we live happily ever after. That's the way it happened. I went to the diving board. I did a beautiful dive. I swam all the way to the bottom of the pool and came up right next to the lifeguard stand with a huge smile on my face. I started talking to the lifeguard and flirting my head off. Wow. My friend swam up to me and suddenly got a weird, grossed-out look on her face. She leaned over to me and whispered, Um, you have a booger hanging out of your nose? I thought you'd like to know. Yeah. I brought my hand up to my nose very slowly, and to my horror, there was a huge waterlogged bogey hanging out of my nose. (laughs) I was mortified right there and then. I decided never to return to the neighborhood pool, and I never saw my lovely lifeguard again. You lived happily every Never, never never after. after. Alexis from Texas. All right, here's one more. Back in high school physics class, we were studying the structure of sound waves, and the topic of the Doppler effect came up. The teacher, I should mention he had a very creative and engaging style, thought that the best way to teach the Doppler effect was by real-life example. He sent us out of the class and told us to wait for him in the corner of the front of the school the school was on a side road, mostly residential, so there was never any traffic that time of day. We were all good boys and girls, and despite being tempted to just split and grab a taco, we were pretty curious as to see what he was going to do. We waited a minute, and then we saw him coming up over the hill as fast as he could in his 88 Civic. Oh, God. As soon as he crested the hill, he laid on the horn as he drove past. Sure enough, we heard the change in pitch as he flew by. He disappeared over the crest of the next hill and finally let off the horn. So if a lesson was worth teaching, it's worth teaching twice, right? Of course. So he did a U-turn. He came speeding back over that hill going the other direction, horn blaring. But this time, there was a second sound. And some blue and white flashing lights. <laughs> he was pulled over by a cop right in front of us. We could hear him explaining the Doppler effect to the officer who asked if it could be demonstrated at 35 miles an hour instead of 75. Our teacher assured the officer that he would do the demonstration at demonstration at safer speeds in the future. He never lived that one down. But to this day, my classmates will never forget what we learned about the Doppler effect. Yeah, from Andy J. That was amazing. You'll never forget a teacher like that. Never. There's none other. There's none better. So so I'm guessing he didn't get the ticket. I I hope not. That would be horrible. Hey, check this out. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Hannah, also known as Gwydion1192 on the forums. And uh, this this happened just the other day. My friends were over for dinner and uh, we were up in my room eating and I just finished telling them about something, obviously. It got quiet, and uh, I was sitting there drinking my drink, and all of a sudden my friend yells, Hallelujah! And my uh, strawberry soda went spraying out of my nose onto my friend next to me. Wow. Yeah. So it was really great. And uh, the red stain is still on my carpet. Yuck. So thanks, him. Hey, see, she's blaming. Right. She's blaming ah. us. Yeah, that's why it's I played that. I, it's not particularly funny. I mean, that happens to all of us. Red Kool Aid is a sin in most in most buildings. Yeah, but uh, she totally, totally blamed us. That's not right. Hey, dude, it's time to give away a button. I'm my vote. We already know what the vote is. It's Joey D. Jo- of course. <laughs> I was about to pick out the two other emails. Well, Joey D gets one. He he gets one because he submitted the fe- featured story. But my vote goes for Andy J. He, yeah. He was yeah. the one with the 88 Civic. I'm sorry. 
What about, do you want to do one for Alexis, too? Let's give away three buttons. I don't care. This is blow All right, so Alexis, Andy, and Joey D. You're all winners. You're all winners. Everybody. (laughs) I don't care what your parents tell you. I don't care what your friends tell you. You're special because nobody's listening. The Gospel of Kennison has proclaimed it true. We claim it. it. We claim it. Receive it. Right now. Hallelujah. Oh, Oh, receive it now. Just reach your hand towards your iPod. (laughs) Lay your hand and feel the stack electrons and caress the Holy Lord. And make sure right now that you call us with your stories at 816-298-0823. Hurry up before the holy lightning of God comes down and strikes us for blasphemy. And send your love donations. (laughs) Email us. (laughs) <laughs> at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com and visit us online at nlcast.com for forums, social network, guest calendars, daily features, and daily stories. The Do It Yourself Project. <laughs> What's it called? Draw, Draw You a, a picture, picture Project and uh, more. Don't forget to send in your, just send an email address titled Wow Gift Card so you can get a chance Who, to. Whoever win does it first or the, like we pick? We or? just pick randomly. Like, randomly, one through ten, we pick seven. No, I'm going to put them all in a group. I'm going to randomly click on one live during the next show, and whoever does it, does it gets it, wins. All right? We'll see you guys next week. Remember, nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. See, that was much better. Do you like the new format of the show, Dave? I do. I do too. It stretches it out, but it doesn't. It. I think it's going to be a shorter show. Yeah. I like that the ending doesn't feel bogged down with all these voicemails exactly. and emails. It's blended and mixed in. It's good. Well, I'm glad I thought about that. Yeah, Dave, thanks for your help. Hi, James. It's Mark Lockman, and I would like to say that my funny thing that happened to me this week was when I was at my Boys and Girls Club, when I was at Boys and Girls Club, and playing, <laughs> playing Magic of the Gathering with my friends, and I had a card that would pretty much kill and it would pretty much kill anything that came in its path. And what it would do after I was done with my turn, it would come back to my hand. And I kept on playing it and playing it. And since, my, since the person I was working with had a thing that gave him more health, I'm like, dude, why doesn't that affect me? And that's my funny thing of the week. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. Um, this is Brittany. I have the funniest story to tell you. Okay, um, I live live down the street from the school that I go to, and, of course, you know, it's high school, a lot of kids are driving. And so I I walk down the street, and I go to cross, and as soon as I stop, there's, like, about 50 million cars, and I'm like, oh, crap. I'm standing about 10 minutes. I'm like, I have to get home. Mom's going to get mad at me. So, and I I see there's a way. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I go, I start to go, and I look to my right, there's a bus coming. I'm like, oh, crap. So I go back, and I'm standing there, and I'm like, I have to get home. I don't get mad at me. So I'm waiting there, and I just, I'm like, I have to get home. I just take off running. And and so, yeah, I made it before my mom realized, okay, I'm, I'm good. And I go to school the next day, and my homeroom teacher goes, Brittany, come here. Like, oh, crap, what I do? You know, I'm chewing gum. I'm breaking, basically breaking the rules. I wasn't wearing my ID badge. I'm like, oh, crap. And so she goes, I had a complaint about you. And I'm like, really? What? I'm one of the good students. I really wasn't expecting that. So I'm like, really, what? And she goes, one of my students almost hit you yesterday. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, you ran in front of them. They slammed on the brakes and almost hit you. I'm like, Okay. So she told me, she's like, just be sure to look both ways. 
the gummies taken. Which one sounds the best? Okay. I come home late. Mom yells at me. I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. Be in a hospital where I have food delivered to me. I have insurance, insurance to pay for it. Which one sounds better? I picked the hospital. That I, I just had to tell you that. It was the funniest thing. So, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, wow. <laughs> hey, nobody's listening. Hey, James and uh, his brother. Um, I just want to say that, uh, make a suggestion. It would probably be a good idea if, uh, I know that y'all already started the t-shirts and, um, I don't, I, I don't even know how to start this thing. But, um, it would be a good idea if y'all thought about white t-shirts because I see that y'all are trying to sell black t-shirts. Um, summer's coming up and I can't really see myself wearing a black t-shirt. So it would be great if you had a white T-shirt around. Um, I've been listening to y'all's podcast since day one, actually, and I've just now gotten around. I didn't have a cell phone for a really long time, so just want to thank you guys for all y'all do, and I'll just talk to y'all later. And uh, but you know what? Nobody's actually listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, I'll peace out, y'all. Bye. God bless. Yellow, yellow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.